Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 394, for Wednesday, February 22nd, 2017. This is the BGG Pageviews edition. After three weeks at number 8, sliding down to number 12 is Star Wars Rebellion, which ends a 12 consecutive weeks run that it had in the top 10. And at number 11 for the second week in a row is Pandemic Legacy. Although last week it only missed by about 200, this week it misses by more than 3,000, which means there's a huge gap between the number 10 and the number 11 game. We only have one game above 50,000 views this week, that's down one from last week, and still only two games above 40,000. And the number two game is barely above 40,000 which means we almost only had one above that level, and the last time that we only had one game above 40,000 was October 12th. We do, however, have four over 30,000, which is one more than last week, 10 over 20, which is two more, and 38 over 10,000, which is five more. So the games at the top of the list are not as high-performing, but in general, the massive games is a little more than we have seen. We do have three debuts this week. The first one is at number 10, One Deck Dungeon, by Chris Sieslick, published by Asmadi Games, with 21,333. It's a 4,000-some view gain from last week, or 28%. One Deck Dungeon is basically a dungeon crawl using a deck of cards. And each character has the ability, you can build one up and improve him throughout the game or her. After jumping up last week to number four, tumbling all the way down to number nine, is Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games with 21,979, or 646 more than one deck dungeon, but that's down nearly 5,000 views from last week, or 18%. Sliding three to number eight is Santorini, the second edition, by Gord, published by Roxley Games, with 22,409, a gap of 530, back to Terraforming Mars, or rather 430. That's 3,000 views off from last week, or 12%. Our second of three debuts is at number 7, Cities of Splendor, by Mark Andre, published by Space Cowboys, with 25,131, or close to 3,000 views clear of Santorini. This is a set of four expansions for Splendor, which was released in 2014 and is currently ranked number 90 on BoardGameGeek. Those four expansions include one where there are new goals to work toward, another that has components to place on cards, which represent cities, a third that gives a player board, Uh, Each player has a player board that gives benefits for acquiring certain cards. And the fourth is simply new cards to add to the stacks. Last week's number 10 moves up four to number six, Clank, by Paul Denon, published by Dire Wolf Digital and Renegade Game Studios with 25,595, or 464, more than Cities of Splendor. That's a huge 7,000 view gain, or 32% from last week. 
Uh, Last week I mentioned that it had been climbing steadily over the last few weeks and had notched that top 10 position, now all the way up to number 6. Here are its view totals from the last four weeks. About 11,000, then 16,500, then about 18,500. That was last week. Now over 25,500. So a nice performance for this game. Climbing one spot to number five is Kingdom Death Monster by Adam Poots, published by Kingdom Death with 28,274, about 3,000 more than Clank, and a 5,000 view increase, or 21% over last week. And yet, we only see it moving up one spot. After three weeks at number two, sliding back two spots to number four is Scythe, by Jamie Stegmeier and Alan Stone, published by Stonemeyer Games with 35,936. That's about 7,700 more than Kingdom Death Monster, but a really huge tumble from last week, losing 30% of its view total, or 14,000 from when it was at number 2 last week, to its lowest view total since November 2nd. The highest of our three debuts is at number three, Terra Mystica Gaia Project, by Jens Drogemuller and Helga Ostertag, published by Asmodee, with 38,299, or a little over 2,000 more than Scythe. That's a 30,000 view increase from last week when it was announced, and well enough to get it well up into the top ten. This is a sequel or maybe a re-implementation, I'm not sure, of Terra Mystica, which was released in 2012 and currently is ranked number four on Board Game Geek. Is Terra Mystica also a longtime performer on this list, as were a lot of those big games from 2012? Now, the difference with this one is it is a space-based theme rather than the original, which had a fantasy-based theme. That is, this is Terra Mystica Gaia, G-A-I-A, project. Or I'm sure some people will pronounce it Gaia. After three weeks at number three, moving up one spot to number two, Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 40,779, or about 2,500 more than Terra Mystica Gaia Project, and a nice 1,000 view increase or 2.6%. Arkham Horror has been pretty consistent here these last few weeks. Uh, It's been within a range of about 39,000 to about 41,000 over the last four weeks. This is the seventh time it has been the number two game on the list, which puts it at number six on that list of games with the most number twos. Also at 40,779, that is the fewest views for a number two game since November 9th. And the point total that Arkham Horror uh, generated is only 32. That means 32% of the point total of the number one game. Which means that the number one game has triple the views of the number two game. And in fact more than... Numbers 2 through 4 combined. And that number 1, sitting there for the 4th consecutive week and the 5th time overall, is Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games with 127,000. 
977 views. That is another decline, but it's actually a smaller absolute decline than it had last week. It peaked two weeks ago with 130,984, then lost only 1,703 views last week. This week it loses even fewer, 1,304 views, only 1% of its total. It becomes the 11th game to have five weeks or more at number one, and this now slots it in at number four on the most views list, which means now Gloomhaven holds positions two, three, and four, and there's only a gap of about 3,000 views between the three of them. In fact, yeah, right around 3,000. The number five game, now Kingdom Death Monster, is 32,000 views behind. Last week I mentioned how rare it is for a game to have two weeks over a high number threshold. It is far more rare to have three. In fact, only one game has three weeks over 70,000 views, and that is Scythe. Gloomhaven now has three weeks over 125,000 views. And I mentioned the gap between number one and number two, that gap which is 87,000 views and is more than three times what the number two game accomplished. This is the largest relative disparity we've ever had between a number one and a number two. The number one game has actually 3.14 times the number two game. The previous peak we had was way back when Star Wars Imperial Assault was at its peak. Now, the absolute numbers for views were lower then, as we have considered numerous times. It had somewhere over 60,000 views. But when you look at how it performed in relation to how other games were performing, well, that's why that's a useful comparison. And in its peak week, it had 3.03 times the number of views that the number two game had. Again, Gloomhaven 3.14 times. So an even larger relative gap. Other games that have performed well and have held the uh, number one most views position, uh, but of course have since been surpassed, well, Mechs vs. Minions uh, is the current number one most views. When it hit that mark, it had 2.84 times the total of the number two game. When Marvel Dice Masters, way back when, was the number one game. It had 2.79 times. In fact, going all the way back to Android Netrunner, which originally set the mark, and that mark was just over 35,000, which was the most we had seen at that time, it had 2.64 times the number of views of the game in the number two position. Interestingly, Scythe's uh, peak level is only 1.26 times the number two game. That's because it was being... Uh, heavily pressed by uh, Mansions of Madness. So, in addition to the longevity of this performance, three weeks now with an extremely high performance, it's doing it at a time when page views in general are lower. And so its performance is that much more impressive. But can it manage for a fourth week? I guess we'll have to find out next time. 22nd, 2017.